Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing Nick Sonnenberg from GetLeverage.com. Nick is a serial entrepreneur with a passion for creating companies that disrupt the way people live. Now, we hear the word disrupt a lot on the Sharkpreneur Show, so I can't wait to dive in and see what Nick's interpretation of that is. Nick's work has been featured in Fox, Fortune, New York Times, Time, Mashable, Huffington Post, NPR, and many, many, many other places. Nick, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. It is our pleasure. I'm going to ask you first to go back in time a little bit. I know that Leverage wasn't your first business venture. I believe you started out on in the wonderful world that I come from on Wall Street. Uh, can you take us back in time a little bit? Yeah. So um, just rolling it back, maybe let's say 10 to 15 years here, um, I uh, got my master's in financial engineering from Berkeley and um, went on to Wall Street for eight years as a high-frequency algorithmic trader, which basically means um, I was creating algorithms and math formulas to trade stocks at super high frequencies, like microseconds, um, all purely automated and trying to capture fractions of a penny, um, but over large volume. So, you know, at a young age, I was controlling, you know, billions of dollars of cash for the bank that I was doing this for. And... Um, purely math, math based. I had no idea about the companies that I traded. Um, but that was a really cool career. I, I, I was in Asia for three years and then I was, um, doing it in the U S for five and then, um, got the itch to be an entrepreneur. Um, I went on a vacation with, with one of my friends. I didn't even know what it meant. And I always thought that I had the coolest job because, you know, millionaire by mid twenties, 16 computer screens at one point managing billions of dollars, you know, it's, it all sounded cool. And then we went on this trip and he was working on his laptop, having a pina colada. And that kind of just stuck at me, you know, that I didn't have the coolest job. He had the coolest job and I got jealous of him. So then I kind of went on this journey of, you know, learning about what it meant to be an entrepreneur. And I had some ideas and um, one day I just, just, well, didn't, not one day, it took me about a year to build up the confidence. And then one day after a year, I took the leap and um, launched a startup called Calvin, which happened um, before Leverage, which was basically still in the productivity space, but it was a, a way to make plans more efficiently. It, there, 
it takes about 7.2 back and forth for two people to find a time to meet. So I was kind of um, helping to solve that problem. And then um, during that process of doing Calvin, I had to experience um, hiring people off of these platforms like Upwork and Fiverr. And I found out how quickly, how painful it was to hire freelancers. And there was this um, opportunity that arose, a large virtual assistant company uh, went under and um, was having a dinner with my ex-business partner. And we um, brainstormed, you know, what's missing in the market? Why did this company go bankrupt? What were my pain points with having to use these platforms um, for Calvin? And um, by the end of dinner, I had a, an idea to, that, that was going to disrupt kind of the way virtual assistants and outsourcing platforms were run. And um, with my background in tech and um, some of his connections, you know, I told him, if you can get five clients tomorrow, I can build a system. And we were up the next day. I had five clients. And um, it was just a little side project that kind of blew up um, without really thinking about it. Okay. So you said a lot in that short answer. So <laughs> if the, the longer version, uh, if it hasn't, should probably fill a book because there's a whole lot there that we don't well, have time to go into. Yeah. And, I, and it did fill a book called Idea to Execution. <laughs> okay, awesome. All right. Talk about the long answer. All right, perfect. That's the long answer is read the book. Awesome. Which we will certainly drive our viewers and our listeners to go get. Okay, so Wall Street, grass was greener on the other side of the, I don't need 16 screens to trade. I can be on my laptop with a pina colada in a beach. So just out of curiosity, what business was he in? My uh, my ex business partner? No, the friend that you saw. Oh, oh my friend with the real envy. He um he was doing a, a tech startup um with affiliate marketing. So he was doing some affiliate marketing arbitrage. Okay, and then high frequency trading for the folks who don't know, they can read about it in Michael Lewis's book Flash Boys, which is a awesome pseudo documentary of what was part of your life. Yep. Okay. So you decided to take the leap because you liked the idea he could work from a laptop on a beach as opposed to being tied to the monitors in the markets. Yeah. And, and ultimately what I realized, even though the money was great, um, ultimately, like, what's the whole point of making money? And for me, then I had this, this realization it's, it's to have freedom ultimately. And money gives you to some degree, some parts of freedom, but you know, what he had, he didn't have a boss. He could go work wherever he wanted, work on whatever he wanted and make the financial freedom. So, um, you know, when I kind of realized that I was, uh, then I kind of realized, well, I'm only getting partial freedom and I wanted full freedom. Awesome. And how did you pick the first business idea? Um, I think that most businesses should come from some type of personal pain point. So leverage sparked out of a personal pain point. Um, Calvin, the f funny enough, I don't really talk about it, but when I broke up with my ex-fiance, I found myself making a lot of plans, so to speak. Because <laughs> she wasn't your social secretary anymore. Well, yeah, and I, you know, I needed to keep myself busy. So That's I was true. making date, a lot of dates, and I just found like it wasn't really efficient, the process of scheduling. Um, so that kind of was like the initial trigger. And then after kind of digging into it a bit more, I realized that it was kind of a big problem not like dating, but just making plans in general yes. is a really annoying process. A lot of emails back and forth, which was invented the online calendar, but it sounds like Calvin was a better way to accomplish that than just one person sending their link to somebody else and hoping they can pick a time. Yeah. I mean, like you're not going to like meet a girl at a bar and be like, Hey, go to my calendar booking and like find <laughs> Very a time. True. Like, Very right? excellent point. I, 
and, and also like Outlook already had some of the functionality that Calvin was, uh, was approaching kind of, if you're in a company, you could see when people, when your colleagues were free and busy and like it would suggest times for groups to get together, but there was nothing for a social setting that kind of had that functionality. So Calvin kind of pulled in your friend's calendars you didn't see the details of it, but then it would suggest based on the free busy of your friends, some suggested times for dinner versus lunch versus breakfast versus coffee. That is very cool. And can, we could have used that at the last conference we attended to, to coordinate with people. Is Calvin still around? No. So, um, you know, I, I shut it down after leverage. It, it was picking up um, a bit of success. It was featured at Twitter's conference. Um, but I'm a big believer in following the money and, and um, leverage, which was just a side hustle hobby. It started generating some, some pretty decent revenue and um, the play with leverage, it was going to be a long road. Uh, even though I really still, even to this day, believe in what we were building, you know, you really have to get a large amount of users and then, you know, the data becomes valuable at a certain point versus this business, you know, it was generating money kind of from day one. It had some really nice growth numbers so I didn't want to spread myself too thin. So I picked, I picked the one that I felt was most promising. That makes total sense. Okay. So talk to us a little bit about um, where leverage is now. Yeah. You've so, had some incredible growth rates. Yeah. And honestly, um, even though the growth rates, which I'll share, sound impressive, I think it actually hurt us looking back at it. I think that premature growth, what I've learned, can actually hurt you. But a lot of people kind of celebrate things like, growth rate and revenue and, and number of team members and things like that. And I think that actually focusing on some of those, um, I've had to spend the last year kind of putting a pause on marketing to clean up some of the premature growth. But, um, you know, we, we, we bootstrapped it in a, in a day, um, ended up uh, still to this day, haven't raised any money. Uh, our first year we did uh, a million of revenue, um, built it to over a hundred people on the team. Um, so now, you know, we've, we've kind of doubled that, but what I'm more impressed with isn't, isn't kind of the revenue or profit numbers. It's really what I've been focused on is the retention, which kind of signifies the, the quality of the service. So, you know, when you grow too fast, you just like in development, if you, if you cut corners, you have what you call technical debt. And what I realized was if you grow too fast, you're going to have some operational debt and you're going to have no matter what the debt is, you have to pay back the debt at some point. So we've chosen this last year to, to kind of pay back operational debt, focus on quality of service, internal efficiencies. Um, so kind of, even though a lot, a lot of people like to get impressed by revenue or growth, um, I'm most proud in the last three years of um, doubling our retention this last year. That's absolutely incredible. So who is an ideal client for get, for get leverage and what would be the elevator pitch in terms of why they should sign up? Yeah, so our deal client is a small business owner, entrepreneur, um, has a small team. Maybe they're doing somewhere between half a million to 10 million a year of revenue, um, right? Because we're, 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 we're servicing people that value their time more than money. Um, and what we do is we make it really easy for, for entrepreneurs and small business owners to scale their team in a, in a cost-efficient um, and if, overall, just a really efficient way. So instead of making the commitment of a W-2 employee or going to one of these platforms like Upwork or Fiverr, where you have to sort through, you know, hundreds of thousands of freelancers, we just make it super easy um, with no commitment month to month. You sign up, 
well, actually there's a minimum commitment. So you, 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 um, you commit to at least $300 a month of service that resets. So if you don't use 300, you lose it, but we give you this team of a hundred vetted people, copywriters, designers, sales funnel experts, uh, people to set to document and automate your processes, book your travel, build you a website, literally. So anything that falls into the buckets of admin marketing operations. And we give you this team of a hundred vetted people. So one, we make it really easy so that you're not sorting through, you know, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people. Um, two, um, we help with the coordination. So when you're on these websites, you typically have to hire multiple people. Like if you want to build a website, you need to have a copywriter for the copy, a designer, a web developer. Um, so we have all the people under one umbrella. So we handle all the coordination, but then probably the most important is, um, uh, one, uh, they're high quality people. So you can kind of rest assured that you're not going to get a bad apple. And, um, if you're never not happy, you're dealing with a company and you're not fighting with someone overseas or some random freelancer. So that's my other long winded answer to who we're servicing. Okay. We have a friend and client in common, Sally Hogshead from Fascinate. Are you allowed to talk a little bit about what you were able to help her with? Um, I wouldn't talk about that without her permission. But, okay. Fair um, enough. Sally is let's an say awesome ha- person. Yes, she is. And she was with us in San Diego. I was, I was with her in San Diego too. Yes. All right. Hi Sally. Hi, Sally. All right. So let's talk about a hypothetical case study. Sure. So, or someone you well, do have I, permission to I, discuss. I can, I can talk about myself because I'm a client of the service myself. Perfect. Yeah. So what did you use your service oh. for and how did it work? Right. So, I like to, the reason why we're called leverage is I'm trying to find ways for people to get more leverage. So where can you invest a minimal amount of time and get some output that would have taken a significant amount of time? So a lot of virtual assistant companies, they're doing simple things like booking dinner reservations or something that maybe it takes you a minute to explain and it takes them two minutes to do. So you're only kind of saving like one minute. So I'm always trying to identify or the best tasks that our clients do or you know, where can they kind of invest a minimum amount of their time and money, but get something where they're getting a high return. So I, for instance, when I'm in a taxi, I will use the audio recorder on my phone to brain dump content. So I'm a writer for Inc. So in the taxi, I'll, you know, maybe just brain dump five or 10 minutes in a, in a, in a time period where it's low productive time, like in a cab, I can't use my laptop and stuff. And then I'll just send that to one of the ghostwriters at Leverage and next thing I know, I have a ink article uh, published and posted on all the social media, right? Sometimes I even take that to the next level and I'll just have an idea for a topic and then I'll introduce the ghostwriter to the subject matter expert and then they'll create the ink article. So that's even like more leverage than, than the audio recorder because it only takes me, you know, 30 seconds to do that intro. So things like that um, are things that um, I like. I give talks, so I'll have them design the the presentation and PowerPoint PowerPoint slides for talks. Um, I've used them to build internal automations. We're big Slack users, so um, we've built Slack bots uh, for people and for ourselves. Websites, um, you know, we've one client asked us to ship breast milk to Mexico, which was an interesting one. Wow, um, we've helped people find renters for their house. Uh, but typically we're becoming a little bit more business focused. So we're doing like a lot of 
launches, like book launches, course launches, um, marketing strategy. Uh, we do a lot of podcast production. Uh, they, you know, I have a podcast, the leverage podcast that they, that they, um, produce. Um, and yeah, uh, books. Those are great examples. We've done some books as well. Awesome. It sounds like a fascinating, um, opportunity. We will certainly take a look at it, um, for our own business and drive our listeners and viewers there as well. Where is the best place for our folks to go to learn more about leverage? And of course, to get a copy of the book. So the website is getleverage.com. Um, and, uh, upcoming, I have a new book coming out called come up for air, which I'm really proud of. I, I think it's, um, I think it's going to change the way teams within companies operate. It's really about team productivity rather than individual productivity and meant for the team member and manager, not just the CEO and founder. So that new book's going to be coming out in the next few months. The first book is called idea to execution. Um, you know, my, my podcast is the leverage podcast and, um, yeah, those are the ways to find me at getleverage.com. Awesome. All right. This has been Seth Green here with Nick Sonnenberg. Nick, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much. Thanks everybody for watching and listening, and we will talk to you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level, but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.